0: Life Happens with Pimelo Mutine on SAFM, leading the conversation.
1: Six minutes after two. Okay, so life is happening and life is happening right here on SAFM. My name is Pimelo Mutine. Now, every Wednesday at this time, what we do is we gather around and we have an open discussion where we want you to be a part of that discussion. And for a couple of weeks, we're going to be having a men's forum where we are going to be discussing all kinds of things. We started about a week ago. We skipped last week, but the previous week, we were having a conversation around men and some behaviors. And we had some really interesting conversations. And uh, it got to a point where I was asking the gentlemen that were having this conversation, what are we going to do now if you are busy grooming young people? What do we do in the meantime? And there was a bit of a... Well, we don't know. One of the people who I was challenging is back with us today. Sia Gentile, who is founder of Not In My Name. He's in studio this time around. And this week we are joined by Sipombele, who is an activist who wants men to do the right thing, who has written books and so on. Also in studio with us. And I'm also joined by Vusi Kabekulu, who is also at so- uh, Songke Gender Justice. Gentlemen, Thank you for joining us, and uh, good afternoon.
2: Good afternoon to you.
0: Good afternoon, and thanks for having us. <laughs>
1: Vusi, are you with us as well? Vusi, are you with us?
3: I'm with you, and uh, I would like to take this opportunity to say good afternoon to you and your listeners.
1: Lovely, lovely. I'm I'm happy that you're here. Okay, so we kind of left it off um, last time, Sia, where we were asking the question, okay, So in the meantime, while those who choose to behave badly continue to behave badly, what is going to be the effective deterrent? And I ask the question, with the people that you engage with, and this is open to all of you, with the people that you engage with, do you find that if I were to encounter an attempted rape for argument's sake, I'm walking down the street or jogging, whatever. A guy comes along and he tries and, you know, I don't know, push me down or whatever. And I say to him, the police are coming. You're going to go to jail. Will the guy be afraid of going to jail? Would that stop him in his tracks or not really?
2: Hmm. No, thank you very much, Again, It's a very interesting discussion that we are having of course taking it up from from the other week look obviously context differ um and people differ and you know as i said last week there are people when you talk about police uh, it's just ah uh, what about police it doesn't mean anything to them but there there are people who genuinely fear punishment which is brought by by the justice system and equally so there are those who don't even care who don't who don't who who, who like um, prison is the second home to them you know if you if you're sending them there um uh it's 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 like sending them home so which 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 opens up a discussion just around our um our our justice system, in terms of sending men to prison, uh, is it rehabilitative? Is it retributive? Is it just? Um, um, do we do we have a situation where we just send these people there? Because I'm 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 trying to 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 have this scenario. Now you are jogging, and then this guy comes and say, uh, "I'm going to call the police." Of course, he knows that you're going to, to call the police. He knows <laughs> that, <laughs> and he knows that he might be caught. He knows that. Um, and really? some people are, take, so is are taking. Is that a given, though? No, I mean, no, seriously. Seriously, do and and I want to bring
1: all of you in. Mm. Do people think they'll be caught, mm. or do people sometimes have this idea that I am going to get away with this? Mm. M- they they
0: have the idea that they can get away with it, and yes. others they have a fear that they can be caught. But I believe it's choice. Mm. You have two options: uh, to to run away to stop it, run away. Or To continue doing it because, as you see, I said, you believe that you know that uh, you know I, c- I can go to prison, it's my second home. I've done this before.
1: What we're mm. not discussing though, Vosi, uh, you can come in on this as well, is that people know that sometimes they would be caught, mm. but then there's that, yes, I'll be caught and I'll pay my way out, yes, mm. A bit as well, mm. right.
2: Yeah and and you know it's very interesting the psychology of perpetrators they've got their way of thinking that belongs to them and them alone you know they would I, I, in fact i read a report a few weeks ago around around there to say even though they know that there's downside to what they're doing um they try to think about the positive in their context it's positive that i'm going to get away with it and then that overclouds the possibility of them um, being caught and then they do this thing they they abuse they rape they whatevers um, and again it differs from from one person to the next in a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a in a context of see who doesn't have money to pay his way around or doesn't have uh, friends in high places if i'm caught i know that i'm going away for a very long time but in a case of somebody else who is, is connected to politicians to commissioners to whoever, he knows that i'll just spend a the night there and come out so so, it it differs from one person to the next but generally in South Africa perpetrators have, have, have over the years shown the middle finger to the justice system and that is the conversation that we need to have
1: Yo. Vusi, you want to weigh in on the conversation?
3: Yes um, I think I will, I, will, I will agree with SIPO uh, to say yes um, there are these guys who are um, not afraid of, of 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 being taken to prison, you know, because they feel that uh, prison is their home. But at the same time, I think there are those who are scared of going to prison. That is why after committing um, any type of crime, you know, they try all their means to disappear. You know, that clearly tells you that they are actually now scared to go into prison. Um, But I think the other thing, it's, it's a question of... How we socialize as men you know um even if i'm scared but i will try to show you as if i'm not scared you know to show that i'm brave enough as a man i don't mind going to prison because prison has been um regarded as one of the great institution for a man to grow and to be stronger you know Um, if you're a man and you've never been in prison before we don't regard you as a real man Mm. so end of the day um i think There are those who are scared, there are those who are not scared. And I think the other thing, those who are not scared, are those who have been there before and they've created that space as a safer space for them. They are comfortable, they know each other, they know every, every corner. So they tend not to be afraid to go back to prison.
1: So is the elephant in the room that there are communities where going to prison is a badge of honor?
0: yeah it it, it is and 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 um i know a lot of people who know that you know what when i go back there i know i'm going to find my homies my brothers people who will take care of me or maybe i can finish off my degree you know because i mean really Mm. our system is very soft they will pay for me i'll have much time on my hands Mm. and they know the only way out is to commit this crime again because i know that uh, you know what um uh, number so 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 gang so 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 in prison so they know me when i go back there i'm safer actually than being outside and um, mm. free food you know i've got you mm. know free everything mm. and if, and yeah
2: yeah if, if i can just come in there to make two quick points that uh in fact some of these guys they, they they're powerful men who are in prisons mm. who are running on the streets from inside the prison so some of the criminals that we see on our streets have actually been mandated from the guys who are by the guys who are inside they've been the planned inside mm. exactly mm. If, 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 if in fact the prison world it's a it's a it's a it's another community on its own that has got its own hierarchy and 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 a culture and a way of living and um it's costly this thing we must talk about it these people as 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 he said that uh, you can even go inside and get a degree mm. that is why I always advocate for, for rehabilitation in our pre- pre- present system because it's costly. You know, to make a quick example, I was reading an opinion piece um, on IOL this other day, and, and this guy was making... Just a, a contrast between being in prison uh, and, 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 and early childhood development. Say in, in Cape Town, um, he was referring to, to a community in Cape Town that the government spends 16 rands on, 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 on a child on who's, who's undergoing early childhood development. Mm-hmm. And it spends about 390 on a, cri- on a on convicted criminal mm-hmm. who's in prison now now that works to about eleven thousand twelve thousand a month that 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 is dedicated to service one offender do you see and and not only that these places have become overcrowded which poses another 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 challenge that we have in the system you see so so i think i think we need to 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 look at um programming or uh, correctional facilities that are rehabilitative in nature to make sure that when you get out of that place you don't you 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 come out rehabilitated you don't go back because you're costing government money money that should have been used also some, and
0: i think government as well must also look at um, um the type of crimes that are being i mean you commit a crime shoplifting mm. then they take you to prison you find hardcore criminals there, murderers mm. rapists and mm. they put you among those people mm. and when you get there obviously they're going to change your mindset remember you just stole a packet of chips at, at some shop mm. but they take you to the very same place where there are hardcore criminals in there. Maybe they might end up rape you or maybe, you know, turn to, you into a gang. And when you come out of there, you're not rehabilitated. Actually, you become a, 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 a criminal, a, a more dangerous criminal because you are angry because of what happened to you there inside. Mm. So I think our justice system has to be worked around and see what can be done. Mm. To We must first actually define what is rehabilitation. Exist. Why do we take them to prison?
1: gentlemen I'd love you to call in and weigh in on the subject 891 what then is the plan if prison is not the answer if prison does not scare people then what then is the plan
3: call Pimelo Moutine now
1: Nineteen minutes after two. It is the Men's Forum. We're having a really, really difficult conversation around what type of punishment would be appropriate to stop the kind of violence that we see. And men are here with me to discuss about what is it that, you know, what, what we're going to do and how are we are going to move the scourge of violence that we see in the country that often is perpetuated, uh, perpetrated by men. So Sia Gentile is with me from uh, Not In My Name and uh, Sipombe an author and uh, an activist as well, is with me. And I'm also with Vusi Tribekulu, who is a training uh, coordinator at Songke Gender Justice. I have opened the lines. I'm very happy to take your calls. 0891-104-207. Let's go to Retabile in Pumalanga. Hi, Ritabile. Uh, hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you?
4: I'm great, thanks. Thanks for taking my call. I think I want to make two points, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, the first thing is, the reason the government spends more money taking care of prisoners than it does of kids is because whatever ruling party is in power at that time needs votes, and kids can't vote but prisoners can so that's all it is um we can try to break it down and whatever and complicate it but it's really that simple and um secondly when it comes to taking um kids uh, people to prison and all of that in the hopes of rehabilitating them that never works and whenever you want to get somebody to re- help uh, a convicted criminal be rehabilitated i think it's best to find somebody who actually been to prison somebody who's actually been in that life not because in most cases when you find somebody coming into your life to just tell you what you're doing wrong what you need to change and they can't really relate you just feel like this person is preaching and they're not really making much of a difference in your life and that is why you'll find that most people who try to coach these kids aren't really getting much results because they'd rather hear from somebody who's walked in the. But But, their but
1: what, what happens, Ritabile, if the people who come from prison glorify prison, so they come back with a badge of honor,
4: so they're not going okay, to Okay, but let me say this, hold yeah? on, before you carry on, yeah? we've got two celebrities, one in particular, I forget their yes, names, one yes, is a to... poet who's been to prison, yeah. came back, changed his life, and now is living a very comfortable life, and he talked. But when you look at television nowadays, we'd rather focus on who's cheating on who, and taking time to really look at people who've been to prison who change changed their lives make documentaries about those people focus mm-hmm. on that we're more interested in tabloid stories who's dating who who's cheating who mm-hmm. what what the new president's hairstyle is we don't really care about the important stuff that actually shapes our country mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: thanks for weighing in I really appreciate your call Daniel in the PE hi
5: hello hello ma'am hello
3: hey, hey, actually actually ma'am are, these institutions nowadays now, they are not just uh, Uh, What do you call this? uh, uh, Rehabilitation places, you know, you are not being rehabilitated there. Uh, You know, recently, Mm -hmm. like here in PE, I was actually there for some PT, 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 that I did there. Like when you get there, you find it like you are there now, you are dealing with with high things now, Mm -hmm. you can't sit in some certain places. Because because you can't hear over some certain things, you see. Mm. If you want to hear over some certain things, yes, mm. you must do certain things. You see, you do you know? So when you do certain things which is now you are being promoted now from being dead that, that small criminal to be dead bigger criminal now, you see? Then the problem is that they they the system now they they in in, in our in our jails man is not right. It's actually promoting the crime there inside.
1: If if I may but, ask Daniel, how long were you in prison for?
3: for two weeks
1: and and did you come out harder
3: no i, didn't. I, I like like they were, like I was not like actually interested in in what they were they they were involved in like like quite like, like, so they were talking there like what they were promoting there yeah. the thing I was interested in is was just to finish what I'm here for but, so it's not like I was proud of the, uh, yes. i there now, and then and. I'm, but it was easy it, it could it, it, it was easy for me to. To get to get there, like 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 to be to be involved, you see, it's not like a hard thing to be involved. So
1: so let me you, ask you quickly another question: Did you have yes. a choice? So it's one thing to say that mm. I wasn't interested, but did you feel that you have the freedom not to be interested, or do you feel that maybe you could have been forced to be part of a gang for argument's sake?
3: Yeah, yeah, the are things like like every day, like if you're sitting there, you're mm. sitting with a, if a gang member inside there, you see. Every time when you talk to the person, they like they like give you an influence, or maybe like, they, like they, they give you changing your mindset as to no no come on this side. You see, mm-hmm. this side things happens like this and this and this and this and this. You will listen to that the whole day. You see, now in, now you, there's a slight chance that you can change your mind there. You see, but but in, if, if if you're not interested in that seminar thing, then you can you can escape easily like that. Like me, maybe I, I, I accept easily because I was not interested in that. Mm. You see, in that, in that all that inside thing.
1: I really appreciate you calling in, uh, Daniel. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a, a valuable kind of information. Um, Miles Boodoo, from um, you calling us from the SA Prisoners Organisation for Human Rights. Okay. Thank you, really, very much for calling us, uh, Budi. Thank you very much.
3: Thank you. Thank you for taking my call, ma'am. You see, uh, Miles Budu is indeed a veteran ex-offender that has been released from prison 28 years ago. We are 25 years in a democracy. And since the day I was arrested and released, it's almost 31 years ago, and I'm still wow. holding on because I'm very optimistic wow. that things might change for the better in turning this institutions into what the minister says, the new mm-hmm. minister that you want to turn these institutions into hubs, skills, hubs. But before even I went there, I wanted to print in our heads the heads of the victims, the, crimes, the victims of crime, offenders, ex-offenders, law-abiding citizens, and ordinary uh, social justice-loving people that prison promotes the violent resolution of personal conflict and it breaks apart bonds of immediate and extended families, close and distant friends, prison foster dependency, idleness, violence, and deteriorate human relations of all which makes rehabilitation and reintegration of ex-offenders as law-abiding citizens, useful, productive persons of this country virtually impossible because once you end up there, you become a person that is condemned, to poverty, and you are stigmatized as a lifetime member of the criminal class. You see, the day-to-day life in prison, differs very much with friends, when you are with families, which can create a sense of disconnection even between people and family who are close, and incarceration creates an imbalance of power, financially, psychologically, emotionally, and despite everyone's best intentions, it can be nearly possible to create and sustain positive across the world collection.
1: Sure. I really appreciate your call, Miles. I really appreciate it. Let's go quickly to Andrew. Andrew, you've been holding. Thanks for your patience.
5: Andrew in Heidelberg. Hi. Hey, hello, my beloved sister. Hi, uh, How are you, Andrew? I'm super good. Go ahead, Andrew. In terms of rehabilitation, my sister, our prison system doesn't believe in rehabilitation or maybe they don't understand the word rehabilitation I've been into prison for almost 10 years Mm -hmm. as I was sentenced to 16 years Mm. in prison for Amrobar Mm -hmm. so instead of rehabilitating prisoners they actually are the one the prison management are the one that perpetuates violence the way they speak to the prisoners actually the way they do things the way they do things, they do things like actually they treat you like I, I I don't know who, which is the right a- word to use in this a- Andrew, regard. Andrew, Andrew, you spent enough
1: time in there for you to know what would have what what needs to have happened for okay. you to have come out a better man.
5: Yes, I was sent to private prison in Kutama in Venda. Uh huh. So there, there are many activities. There is no prisoner that you will get that will slip into nothing. Every prisoner there in Venda is doing something, like school, Bible studies, program uh, that rehabilitates like anger management, stress management. There are many things that are, are happening in private prisons than in DCS. In DCS, the only thing that is happening there, only. Uh, School and some t- in some of the prisons, there is no school at all. Okay, so let me that will, let me ask okay. you this: Would
1: you do what you did again? Sorry, would you? Are you rehabilitated, Andrew?
5: Yes, I'm rehabilitated.
1: Okay, and you are saying that's as a result of what you experienced at prison, the programs that you were involved in. Is that what you're saying?
5: And those pro- programs, you not are attend, but they are not effective because you have been harassed while you are, you are, you are attending them. <clears throat> mm. and the very same people that are teaching you those uh, programs they are the ones that doesn't believe in the very same thing that they are teaching you for example if, there are many prisoners that receive their diploma degrees while in prison and then our very own government doesn't employ people who. Whom they have taught while mm-hmm. in prison mm-hmm. in sure. regard to rehabilitation. Mm-hmm. I hear you. So the very same, the very same people that taught us, they don't believe in us. So if government can spend, uh, tax, tax money of our people outside here, and and then when we go out, we can we cannot even use so the, the much. So and I really
1: appreciate your call thank you very much for calling us uh, we'll continue with this conversation I want to get from you um 104 207 and uh, we will be taking your calls and we'll be continuing with this conversation all the way until three o'clock it's now 2 30 let's get the very latest in headlines
0: here there and everywhere, here, there, and everywhere. S.A.F.M. 106.2 FM in Toho, Yando.
1: We're busy with the Men's Forum, 29 minutes to 3 o'clock. My guests are Sia Gentile, founder of Not In My Name, Pombele, author and uh, activist who's trying to get us all to be on the right path, Vusi who is a training coordinator at Sonke Gender Justice. Uh, I really appreciate many of you who've been calling in and I'll continue to take these calls. But gentlemen, you've heard it yourselves um andrew was saying earlier that he's been in prison 10 years in he got whatever skills but no one will employ him so for him whatever it is that they were trying to do to rehabilitate him is not really working what's Mm -hmm. the point
0: it's very fun with our system Um, we get prisoners to vote but um, and they have a criminal record but when we have to employ them we have a question that you know Mm -hmm. what you have a criminal record. We can't employ you.
1: So let's go there. Yeah. Let's, let's go with right there. <laughs> you, see, you guys, the, the, you guys are dealing with people yeah. who who open up about these kind of things, yeah. right? You 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 see these people all the time, and it was you, Sia, who was hmm. saying to me that well, if you have ten men that come through to your programs, not all of them are going to come out,
2: you no. know, That's
1: positive, it. right? So how do I know, as hmm. an employer, that? the person that's applying for that job is not the guy that it will not be rehabilitated what security do i have in a in a crime-ridden country like this mm. as an employer to know that this guy needs a chance there are many people without a
2: criminal record who need jobs mm. and and it's true what you're saying and it's very interesting because again you know i every time when i speak i don't want to Um, to create these false hopes that are not there. Mm. Because remember, this person is a rehabilitated uh, criminal or an ex-offender. Correct. So no one knows really if they will not um, um, slip back into their their old Old ways. Yeah, But but here's the thing. He said armed
1: robbery. Did you hear that? Yeah. I'm, I'm that,
2: that and now, just since chills down yeah. my spine so. so so as an an employer you just need to then have faith in the system mm-hmm. and the program that this person has gone has gone through because uh, after that diploma or degree or whatever I mean it it, it it shows commitment it shows that this person is, has been serious about this thing and they are really um, in a path to 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 change their ways, uh, but unfortunately, it's a risk that you are you you you'll be taking as an employer. But but just again on 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 the last caller who spoke about, uh, uh, I think it was the same kind. You yeah, spoke yes, about yes, employment. Yes, and yeah, and that unemployment. It's 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 a it's a it's a. It's a phenomenon that we're dealing with as anyway. a country mm. in anywhere whether in convict or mm. if in fact i don't know if it was today or yesterday when the presidency said we must brace ourselves for more job losses mm. so you can imagine um how many graduates are out there how many so it's not a matter of because no you are being secluded you, i mean you are being excluded from the job market because when i know you are, you are from Asia, that obviously your chances will be will, will be lesser but last point i want to make and every time when we, we're having this conversation, I don't want us to forget the victim, you know, in a sense that uh, we can talk about how these guys need all this and that, how our prisons need to be rehabilitative spaces how we need to help this we need to remember especially when it comes the the field that i work in you know if if you rape someone you've taken something from them you've you've literally destroyed them and then you go into prison when you, you you now you are rehabilitated your life continues when when but i don't want to deviate i just i just want us to have the no, discussion no, no. it's an important with, point with, yeah with because that point in our at the back of our minds to say um, as much as we are, we, are, we are having all these programs and plans to rehabilitate these men, we must always remember uh, and take the lessons that they've offended the society, they've destroyed lives, and um, especially when it comes to gender-based violence, to femicide and, 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 and rape in general. So no, I mean, that's exactly the point I was making about mm. the fact that I hear,
1: I hear Andrew, I think he sounds sincere and all of that stuff, but, you know, just the description of his crime just you know gets mm. me a bit cold this is obviously a man who was violent i'm not saying he's violent now i don't know but it's it, it gets me quite tense it gets me worried about well the rehabilitation how well how well it's working here's a uh, a tweet there from jack pagati who says jail should jails be called correctional services should a criminal be called an inmate conditions seem to be too soft to deter anyone are they soft mm. i mean I,
0: I think they are soft. You think they are so- what mm. I think they are soft. I mean, these people, they have nils. Okay. okay. that the person right. on the outside, they don't All even right. have. Uh,
1: Let's talk about in your scenario, yeah. best case scenario for you, what would these spaces be be like? What would they look like? What would we be feeding them? What should they be doing?
0: I, I, I believe that they must, they must feel the pain. How? They must work hard. They must go and work on the fields. They must go and do... Hard labor, you know, because really rehabilitation cannot only be in the mind. It also has to do with
1: rather sickening hanging, hanging out at the, you know, you, you must sweat,
0: you must feel with yo. I'm in prison, you but, know what? And uh, I'll never do this again. Vose, I see you want to come in there because now they they they, yeah. don't, they don't feel it. You know, they go like, ah, uh, you know what? Foster Hotel.
3: <laughs>
1: I wouldn't know. they come you, in there.
3: Yeah, I I, th- I think uh, earlier on I spoke about the socialization, you mm. know, how men were socialized, and and now here comes the issue of that the prison, it's it's, it's softer, you know. Um, and my concern, and I think my question again, it's same as to you, Pemelo, What, 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 what can be done to 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 make it harder? You know, and and people always believe that, no, these guys when they go in there, they have everything. And look, I've done some work in prisons and um, with inmates, and you know what? I was not uh, behind the bars, but just go in there for a day, mm-hmm. you feel, you know, that really um i don't have my own rights here you know so the the, the system itself it tells you that you're in prison so for the fact that you spend um your time there it, it it's hard enough you know because you are deprived of your rights freedom of movement whenever you leave your cell you have to get someone who will escort you to the next cell or to the classroom you don't just walk anyhow you know on its own it's hard now, ah, but but remember you, you're not
1: a criminal no, oh, yeah. you know you are so, you anyway, you're anyway so you don't belong there
3: L- look I'm, I'm trying just, just to to bring the feeling that hardness is not about doing hard, hard labor or being beaten to say to prove that uh, the person actually has been punished you know Punish, punishment it might come in different ways because if you say the person has to sweat the person has to sweat the blood then that's not a, a correctional but it's just part of um, avenging your your, your 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 anger you know but i think the way it's done because i don't want to sound primarily as if um the is if they are doing nothing i think they are doing their part but at some point they are failing mm-hmm. i would will, i will admit that but at the same time what is it that we do as a community to assist the system itself because look these guys some of them they they they, they get a rehab in, in in prison when they go out and they find that there's a stigma out, outside there and then they go back to prison so even ourselves we need to take the blame and say we are yes. not ready to receive our inmates <laughs> and support them so yes. that they can re- get it's the tough, proper eh?
1: rehab. it's mm. it's very tough we live in such a such a complex dangerous and safe world mm. that you are asking me if i come across a crime or i am a victim of crime you your, your level of tolerance of how quickly i should forget i think is it's a little bit unreasonable because you've seen the kind of crimes we are talking about. This is, mm. you know, South Africa is one of those. It's not so much that we've got the biggest, the highest uh, 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 numbers of crime, but it's the violent nature of the, of crimes, the crimes in this country. Yeah. And you know what that means. So yeah. for you to ask that we should be easy about this, it's tough.
3: Mm. I, I fully agree. It's tough. It's not an easy thing. But at the same time, remember that the, 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 our purpose is to say these people who are in, in prison. These people are not from a different planet. These people are our brothers, our our uh, these, these are our sons, these are our our boyfriends, and so forth. Mm. Then how? Well, some of them mm. actually they've never even planned to do that. Some of them they've never planned to do that. Now it's a question of how do we say okay, you admit that you've done something wrong. Then, from the how, how can we help you? And if the person is prepared to, 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 to change, how do we support the person who's prepared to change? But unfortunately, our, our, our mindset mm. when someone comes from the prison, the person, the person will be sidelined, you know, workplace, even in the community. The person will never be given a chance to say, Look, this is what I've learned, and I'm prepared to change. He'll be stigmatized, be, he will be called with names, and that person, obviously, he will go back to the, his comfort zone that is prison again.
1: Mm. All right. Let's Take your reaction to that 0891 104207. Do you agree uh, with that sentiment that we are too harsh to people who've just come out of prison? We should be more lenient, we should be more understanding. That's the question this afternoon.
0: Let's have the conversation at SFM Radio on Twitter.
1: 18 minutes to 3 o'clock. My name is Pimelo Modena right here on Life Happens on SAFM. And uh, it's a a big conversation whether prisons are the place to rehabilitate, whether people who commit crimes do actually um, care about the fact that, you know, prison is just around the corner. Andile Eteguini, thank you so much for your patience. Hi. Hi,
2: how are
3: you?
1: Thanks very much for calling. I'm good, thank you. I'm
3: all right. Okay. Uh, All right. I, you know, I had so many points that I was thinking about. Okay, but the first one is, you know, my my worry is uh, we also need to be talking about uh, how do we prevent people from actually going to prison. I think maybe that's the first conversation we should have uh, to say, like, why are people actually committing crimes and how do they fall into crime? Okay, that's one. Now, two, uh, you know, if already my life is tougher than the life uh, in prison, I don't think that going to prison for me will be actually a rehab. You know, it will be like uh, a vacation. If uh, I struggle to make a living outside and in prison, I'm going to go there and get my meals. And there are people that will actually, that are, that get visitors uh, and those visitors give them uh, certain things. Uh, And I still (laughs) commit crime in prison. I'm supposed to be rehabilitated in prison, but there are people actually committing crimes in prison. How do we actually prevent that ex- uh, also from happening? How do we prevent uh, the people that are supposed to be, the wardens and, and uh, that are working in prison, how do we prevent them? Because they're also uh, part of the crimes. So, you know, it's a vicious circle because with, with people are being sent to, to be rehabilitated, but I think they are being groomed it's actually a graduation, you're going to, to, to university, when you're going to prison, mm. you're actually going to university to actually now get your, you know, you, you, your gawdra, mm. uh, if I may put it. You know, uh, you get out of prison and puma with coke. you know. Mm. <laughs> so, how do we prevent that? The first thing we need to, we, it has to be tougher. That's, that's, that's
5: the reality. Tell me how. how
1: wh- wh- what do you mean by tougher? Explain to me what would make prison tougher as we stand right now. Okay.
5: Firstly,
3: uh, I, I need to not want to go to prison. That's the first thing. Because need be of the, I need to not get caught. That's the first thing. If you get caught doing a certain crime, uh, it, we need to change the punishment. We need to change the punishment. We need to look at countries that actually have low crime rates. Wow, how, how is it happening? And then we need to look at other uh, countries where crime rate is low and the punishment is tough to see uh, what punishment is actually preventing people from committing crimes. Because the reality is, you know, uh, people commit crimes and me as a victim... I will never. I may never, uh, you know, get over the fact that a certain crime was prevented. It was, was committed a, a, against me. I've, I've, you know, I'm, I'm very uh, cautious and paranoid because I've, I've been broken in. My house has been broken mm. into like mm. how many times? The mm. first time I was there sleeping, mm. they came in. They took my phones. Mm. Second time, they actually, you know, they they fished a, a laptop, work laptop, you know. Uh, So, you know, for me, I will never get over the fact that there are people out there committing crimes. That's why you find people now, when they punish people that they find committing crimes, they are very harsh. Because some people are actually, uh, they're not punishing the person because they committed the crime Mm -hmm. against them. They're punishing the person because they never caught the person that committed a
1: crime, you know, before. Yeah, you know. Listen, I mean, there are lots of people on the line, so thanks very much for those uh, yeah, for well, those comments. I really appreciate it. Some voice notes quickly before we go back to our panel.
5: Hello.
0: On the criminal issues, I would think um, it would be better if we um, had them do, whether it would be forced labor or something of that nature, uh, wherein really the community can benefit from their activity. Hello,
2: and see where it takes us. Good afternoon, good afternoon. Yes, I like the topic of today. I had a friend who isn't willing to mtata Tata. Tata prison. Hey, my that friend of mine. He said, he said uh, when he goes to prison, it's like he's going to a vacation because he will meet people, his old friends, he, people he know. Uh, he will eat free. Even money there, there is money, a lot of things. So every time when he's bored outside, he'll just commit a crime and go to prison and enjoy life five to to 10 months living there. So prison of South Africa is like you're, you're in Dubai, enjoying life, eating very, well, very well, sleeping well, You've got everything.
6: Hi, Pumile, my name is Granville, I'm from Cape Town. To weigh on your um, conversation, why don't they bring in the formatory and um, introduce that to the youth again? Uh, I mean, teachers, there will be jobs for teachers, there will be uh, jobs for uh, more people. And when they're done with their their years, uh, should they be jailed or something of that sort? They would, will be given uh, schooling and uh, um, also craftsmanship, they will be taught, that is what I know, I come from there.
1: All right, gentlemen, we've, we've heard it all. It's, it doesn't sound to me like prison is a deterrent. From your experience, from the number of people that you guys mm. work with, what will then be the deterrent? Sibo.
0: Like like the, the previous call, I think Andy Le said, we need to look at other countries, what they do. Let's look at our but neighbor, Sibo, that, Botswana. That
1: doesn't work. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why that doesn't work. We are, we, we are obsessed with looking at other people. We are a very complex country. Botswana is a very small country. and Botswana doesn't have our history. There are complexities about us that we need to address. Violence in this is intrinsic in our DNA, because of our past and many, many, many things. So this idea that we have to copy and paste is exactly why we are with other issues, you know, education and so on. So can we not come up? We've had enough time to observe our problems is it not possible for us to figure out what works for us
0: let's break the dead penalty I mm. think that's the option that we have it's mm. not it's going to be possible. people nobody because our constitution
1: people. life is at the very center of, of what our constitution of t- so mm. that's not a, that's not going to happen tomorrow when I, it's not going to happen tomorrow let's talk
2: about can what's possible <laughs> <laughs> can I come in there quickly coming I, I just wanted to say that uh, my submission would be again Let's focus and put more energy on rehabilitation, and I'll tell you why. What does um, rehabilitation look rehabilita- like for you? Rehabilitation, um, I'll tell you what I do personally mm-hmm. now with, mm-hmm. with my team. In mm-hmm. fact, um, thank you for that question. You just reminded me yesterday, mm-hmm. we had uh, at, uh, uh, we've partnered with several presidents. Yesterday at Zonervater mm-hmm. um, Correctional in, in Kalinen, mm-hmm. we had a soccer final. Um, so, as Afcon was starting, we had games, uh, the Etami program that was running concurrently. And so, those are some, are some of the programs that we are doing. And we need people to come through and assist and tell us how we can make them better. Mm. But the point that I wanted to make was that if we can improve on these programs, because here's the thing when we arrest these people, what was the point? Are we, tra- are we trying to reduce crime? Are we trying to just create a deterrent? Because uh, I, I, I'm willing to bet now to say that if we, f- because there's in a year in South Africa, about uh, seven, eight thousand, nine thousand people um, 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 are released from prison back into the society. And then having hardened them, you can harden them all you want, you can make it difficult for them. They're going to be reintegrated back into the society, unless you are saying these people have been given a, a, a life in prison. But w- that, that's what I'm saying, to say that we need to focus more on justice that is restorative other than retributive. You can punish all you want but if these people are going to come back into the society that made them what they were initially, okay. they are going to do the very same thing and go back. Vose,
1: you want us to welcome them better in our society and take a bit more responsibility. What does a present life, sh- what does it look like for you? What should it look like for you?
3: Well, I think firstly we need to ask ourselves a few questions so that we can find um, solutions in this, in, the, in, the, in this whole thing. Firstly we need to ask ourselves what are the programs are in place in, 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 in prisons in that mm-hmm. are punishing offenders positively okay mm-hmm. and and the second question are these programs being tested and or are we able to review them more regular because you can have a good program but if it's not reviewed um, mm-hmm. then it becomes a problem you know then um, and and again we also need to uh, challenge ourselves as, as society um, um, how are we helping the correctional service to 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 provide rehab to the inmates so that they become better people then I think firstly we also need to look at that um, because I think earlier on we mentioned something that the prison itself now it's, it's it's a society on its own they have their own cultures mm-hmm. you know now how do we start now challenging those cultures that are inside there in in, in prison how mm-hmm. do we engage with inmates um and and and, and um, when when they they go out how do we engage with them to make sure that that information that they got inside they feel still able to to sustain that information and they get help when they are um, out of their prison All right, let me go. but at but at the same time as as, as society how do we welcome, welcome them i'll just make an example yeah. look spending three years in prison going out and you come into an area where now there's a lot of developments. Mm-hmm. on its own it's a frustration you know, mm-hmm. We you get into the area where it was an open field, all of a sudden there's, there's a pair of rob- robots there mm-hmm. it's frustrating, you know so we need to, to, to take them graduate so that they can understand that they are still part of the society and orientate them that these are the later development then these are their programs and how do we monitor their their, their, their progress while they are, they, they are still on the rehab.
1: Colin, you're calling us from Cape Town High.
3: Good afternoon, good afternoon, good
6: afternoon to your guests. Let's start from the very, very beginning. Mm. Forget about the past. Because 14, 19, 16 year olds at school are stabbing, shooting and killing and raping each other. Mm. They weren't born in the past. What must happen is, don't transfer a youngster to another school. Open up like they had in the old days reformatories and they carry on with their education and they go away. For a year or two or three years whatever the crime is then you can't you got to categorize uh, crime mm. you can't put a soft criminal into a cell with hardened criminals mm. that's where he picks up the trades mm. he learns everything which he never knew before he even went in there yeah. so they are got to categorize that like uh, petty crimes and small things like that they go separate and they should also teach those guys instead of green diplomas and diplomas which you can do nothing with because most diplomas are in the commercial world. Now, teach them plumbing. Teach them welding. Teach him carpentry. So when I do come out of prison, I can't get jobs. At least he can weld. He can earn a living for himself. He can do plumbing. He can, he can buy one or two tools and in his community do plumbing and earn some money. Things right. like
1: that. Co- Colin, thanks very much for that. I just want last words from you because we, we never really dealt with what then is the deterrent. So we've discussed what life in prison is like should be like and what happens afterward but for the work that you guys do i want you to tell me what's going to stop the guy who is about to commit a crime you know what's going to stop him in his tracks do we have that answer
0: i think we need to revisit our rehabilitation laws they need to know what prison it's not a, a place for cc's and when you go there you must know that you know what you're going to Uh, be rehabilitated for real because people are not scared but
2: but Mm. is prison the deterrent no it's not for me me
3: it's not it's not it has
2: shown us that it's not here's the thing what is the deterrent quickly for me unfortunately there's no deterrent the deterrent is the socio-economic landscape of the country give people jobs give people the land i don't know what's a
1: deterrent for
2: you
3: Yeah, it's 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 it's, it's, a, it's a. I I think it's it's all about social issues, you know, um, to me. Um, but you know, Pamela, I, I had something in my in my mind. Can I can I go, read go it ahead quickly, quickly before yeah. I forget? One
1: minute, yeah.
3: Yeah, um, I think we we we. It is very important that we don't actually look at the prison as something that. It's putting someone there to die, um, to, to 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 suffer, but it's a correctional service. And if we can have a try to develop that attitude, you know, and to start to say, how do we educate young men to behave in a, run, a right way? Because you see, the problem is that even our young men, the way they were socialized, they're socialized in a way that the prison is the right place to be. That is why time and again we find young people starting to commit little crimes and they end up being in prison and now they commit bigger crimes now the attitude we also need to work on the attitude at early age to say if you do this you will end up here and how do we um, go and, and, and show them that in prison this is a lifestyle that is living and it's not it's not user-friendly because honestly it's not user-friendly as, as people sometimes they think it's very difficult then so that the young men can start now to say I don't want want, want to go there <laughs>
1: Gosh, um, oh. you, 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 Sipo, haven't answered the, the question about whether prison is a deterrent. It's,
0: it's not. It's not. It's not. We need to have a conversation with men, actually from an early age. Hmm. Talk to them about what is a man, who so, is a man.
1: So if hmm. I have to wrap this up, hmm. are we all saying that as I leave here today,
0: hmm.
1: I am very likely to be apprehended by a man who I say, if I say to him, you're about to go to prison. Will feel yeah. absolutely
2: nothing. Correct. I'm not they even to going to, to to sugarcoat it. It's like that. And and in, in in a second, here's the thing. You see, the reason people do the things they do, they're fast and they're different, and to deal with them. You're going to need time. You're going to need everyone's uh, uh,
1: input. Mm. Gentlemen, it's been, uh, I'd say a pleasure, but yes, it, it's been wonderful talking <laughs> to you. I've learned a lot. It's been insightful. Thanks very much. We'll see it to you as well, who's not with us in studio, Vuskaba Kulu, who is a coordinator at Songke Gender Justice. I'm also joined in studio by C. Pombele, who's an author, and sia Gentile, a founder of uh, Not In My Name. It's It's been insightful. Difficult, but it's been insightful. Really Appreciate the time that you've given us. Coming up, it is the focal point, and Lizette Khan is sitting in for Masichaba, and they're going to be discussing the ANC and the ANC's response to what Julius Malema is saying. Happened a meeting between themselves as the EFF and Derek Hanekom in a plot to bring down the former president. That is coming up. They're also going to be discussing um, a transformation in the workplace and the upcoming trial. Mkwebo Dlamini is going back to uh, plead for his uh, his review on his trial, and that's a conversation that will be happening later on. I really have enjoyed my time with you. Thank you very much, everybody. It's 3 o'clock.